0: Golden Spiral Media presents Chester's Mill Gazette, an Under the Dome podcast. Hey, Domeheads, it's time. Doug and Karen are ready to deliver the latest issue of Chester's Mill Gazette and share their thoughts on this week's episode of Under the Dome. Are you
1: ready? Here are your hosts, Doug and Karen. You dome heads, welcome and thanks again for re- that. Sounds like an insult, but it's yeah, not. I was just gonna say. No, yeah, we're doing you. It's <laughs> a good thing. <laughs> we used to do things like you typeface. You know, it's, it's an actual word because you know we're talking about a newspaper anyway, right?
2: That's right. That's right.
1: Alrighty. Anyway. We're bold and italic here. Thanks for reading this issue of the Chester's Mill Gazette. I am technology editor Doug Payton.
2: And I'm birth announcement editor Karen Lindsay. We're hot. Got
1: a bun in the oven here, yes.
2: Not me. Uh, We're hot off the presses with this issue for season three, episode nine, entitled
1: plan B. You know, that was a kind of an unfortunate or maybe intended. Uh, no,
2: I think it was intended a double entendre. Yeah,
1: yeah, part. double meaning there. The, the, the second, you know, Jim's plan B, but also, eh, maybe going to have a little uh, plan B for Ava here. Who knows? Well,
2: it's not going to be for Ava. I think her midwives are going to be the plan B part. Oh. <laughs> I think her baby's going to live. I I think those women she's got, she's
1: got a mid-kinship is what she's got. Yeah, no I'm kidding. Proud of them. Okay, where are we? Weirdness. We are published by Golden Spiral Media at GoldenSpiralMedia.com. It's great that he got that uh, that uh, domain name. is wonderful. I know, right? GoldenSpiralMedia.com slash dome. And we have our wonderful little Facebook page. Search for the Chester's Mill Gazette. One Z, two T's. I keep saying that because I always misspelled it with two Z's. Did you? Yes. Mm. So now you know, that's why I keep saying it, so that you don't screw up. Not you, Karen, and you, you've got it down, I'm sure. I do. Uh, the writer for this episode, Plan B, was Tim Schlattman, which is two T's and two N's. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and, and. Nosies. That's right, Mark Lynham Bruner. hmm And the director Tim, was. Tim
2: Schlattman, by the way. Yes? is a three-time Emmy Award nominee.
1: Would you have known that by this episode?
2: No, which is why I'm bringing
1: it up. Just letting you know, in case you were curious. Right. And directed by that man we only saw a picture of in this episode, Eric LaSalle. Correct. All righty, well, we're going to jump... Shame r- on you guys. <laughs> well, you know, that's... <laughs> I,
0: that's all I can
1: say. I guess they've got a, you know, a, a, like a big picture they got to work with, and then... I you know, guess. They get, uh, anyway. Okay, let's talk about what's, uh, what's going on here. And following that uh, appropriately ominous music, the headline this week, Barbie's Battery Boost and Big Jim's B. Thank you.
2: That's right. I
1: had to go with the Bs.
2: And B could mean many things in oh, this case, man. but it was Plan B.
1: Plan B right? or well, you got a B in your bonnet there somewhere. Buddy. That's right.
2: Or any number of other things.
1: All right, dooby dooby doo. All right, to be or not. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Let's start with our ratings, and I would really like to go first this week. Okay. Um, just because you know this is, I I, I scored this similar to last week. Now, last week I said I gave it a six.
2: Right. And and what I went a little higher last week. Yes. Right?
1: Yes. But what saved it for me and what took it up a notch was uh, Carolyn's death scene. I thought they did a good job with that. Mm-hmm. This week we didn't have Carolyn to fall back on. Right. So we're down to five volts. Uh huh. That's as good as I can do.
2: Right. So and what do you got? I'm of the same mind. I also gave it a five, and mine is five. Karen is super mad at Dale this week. Numbers. <laughs> I'm not even going to call him Barbie.
1: <laughs> it's not even a count of things. It's just, you're mad at Dale. That's right. it. That's right. And we will get to that. Let me tell you. Yeah, right I'll,
2: now. I'll, I'll expand.
1: And and so will some of our listeners. Right. Uh, righty. So, um, we kind of jumped around a bit here. And especially near the end. Mm-hmm. So, let's. Um,
2: so, we'll jump around, too.
1: There you go. boy. Jump.
2: Jump. For jump, my love. Jump around. Jump jump okay
1: sorry i'm thinking pointer sisters you must be thinking something no no else. crisscross crisscross okay
2: yeah my pants are not on backwards however
1: do <laughs> no. you want to buy cds you can go to under the uh, <laughs> goldenspiralmedia.com slash dome and click on the amazon link thank you okay um wow well we start out with a an attack on the bird island house that it, this had all been taking place in but uh lights are on but nobody's home Right? And I was trying to figure out... In more than one way. (laughs) Well, there you are.
2: I'm sorry. I'm not (laughs) going to make pointed comments every single sentence, but that I just had to there.
1: Absolutely. Well, I set you up for it.
2: Yes, you certainly did.
1: The the Resistance is hanging out in a funeral home, and their funeral, but was it... I guess it's not on Bird Island. I can't imagine having to go to Bird Island every time somebody dies. Right. So I guess they're back on the mainland. Makes it yeah, easy to get in Yeah, I'm guessing
2: out. that's what they did. They went back to the main uh, the funeral island. I mean the funeral home has to be in the regular city.
1: Yeah. Now I liked um the thing that I got was I got a kick out of was uh, Big Jim's uh, you know call sign, John DeRingo, I think it was or something like yes. that. Two of the Beatles, yes.
2: Is that for her curly hair? Um, Ringlets. Oh, uh, could be, could be. I'm guessing. Not a clue. I don't know why. And he has.
1: He looks nothing at all like John Lennon.
2: No, but you know he was one of the band leaders, so he
1: fancies himself. And and lead. besides, Paul's a dead man.
2: Right, right. <laughs> well, he doesn't want to be the dead man, right? Say,
1: uh, for uh, those of you who know the uh, the history of that. You're chuckling right now. (laughs) For
2: those of you who even know who the Beatles are.
1: There you go. And
2: believe me, there are people who don't know, and that really pisses me off.
1: Well, I'm sorry. There are people who don't
2: even know Wings anymore. So,
1: again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me
2: my walker and cane.
1: (laughs) Get off my lawn.
2: (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, Yeah, it, it was funny to hear that call sign. They, we
1: we had a little conversation with Christine and Ava. Mhm. And you know, she talked about her, you know, being pregnant now. But you know, I in my notes I wrote, wasn't she pregnant already? You know, we had I thought we had talked about this before, and then I thought about it. Mhm. And Christine had said that the life force was right. in Ava.
2: Yeah, I even cut and pasted it from the, the script from Alaska. And the quote is, uh, Remember when you told me you thought something was growing inside of you? You were right. There is something growing. The egg put a life force inside you. You are changing cell by cell into a better version of yourself, a woman who will bear Barbie's child. But you have to protect him, Ava. You have to be willing to do whatever it takes. The child you'll have together will replace me. And it was so nebulous at the time, I thought it was saying that she was going to have a baby boy and protect it. Oh. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean well, could you this uh, kind of Yeah, I can I can see where you're getting at. That I didn't did, it didn't uh suggest any particular gender to me, at well, the time, well, it says you
2: have to protect him, Ava, and see that's I. Oh, thought oh,
1: oh, oh! I got gotcha. you.
2: She was saying you have to protect, protect the baby, our child. Him.
1: I got gotcha. you. Well, and 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 she did say a woman who will bear Bobby's child, not who is. Maybe that's not even because even when you're when you're pregnant, the baby you will give birth to such as you know. So right. you know that really wasn't. So I thought you know at the time maybe the life force was in her. So, you know, the, the alien one. Right. Such that as soon as she gets together with uh, with Barbie, then that would immediately, you know, guarantee right. a pregnancy. Is that what they're saying?
2: I guess. I don't know. The, they hadn't established the life force as this changing thing yet. And I think that's what made it so nebulous for mm-hmm. us. Um, you know, she said... Something was growing inside of her, and it was the life force, and you'll bear Barbie's child. Yeah. Um. And to me, it just really was almost cut and dry that she already had a baby growing inside of her because of how it was said. Yeah. Um. But apparently, it's whatever this thing is that was changing them
1: into this- Everybody had the life force in them. Static monster, Yeah.
2: whatever, right.
1: <laughs> static monster. <laughs> well- <laughs>
2: I you know they hadn't really said the life force is this alien static monster that's changing them um so I think that's bad writing, bad establishment of theme
1: mm-hmm.
2: um so yeah what what Christine was saying is you're being changed into this this kinship life force thing in order to accept the baby that that Barbie will immediately put inside of you as soon as you have sex, and that baby will be the queen after I die.
1: Now, here's so, a question. Whatever. Does it suggest that Christine doesn't last the season?
2: Um, I'm assuming she'll die like in the last episode.
1: Okay, but we'll, we'll just kind of drag that out until, until oh, the very yeah. end, huh?
2: it'll be till the very end
1: till the second to end. last
2: or like i mean we we'll, we've only got four episodes left That's so true. um i'm i'm doubting she goes um, next episode she's going to be in it till the last episode i'm i'm assuming
1: only four episodes um, left so left so mark your calendars yes
2: right um, <laughs> count it down with red lipstick on your calendar <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and What she said is she wasn't ready. Uh, She looked at her wound on her stomach, and she didn't know that Ava was pregnant yet. And so she said she wasn't ready. And I'm guessing that's just she wasn't ready to hand off to a new queen yet. Oh, oh, before uh, the queen was born. Right. And then, you know, the little thing glowed next to Ava and, Mm. you know, found out that she was pregnant. And, of course, it's going to be born, like, immediately. So...
1: You know, um, you know, alien babies do this, you know, very often. Sure. This sure. whole nine months thing is so, you know, oh, so human. passe. <laughs>
2: Who wants that?
1: It is so human, I tell you. And then
2: you have to recover and, oh. That's ugh.
1: right. Now, I'm, I'm watching, I've watched uh, Extant. Everyone watching that? That's, that's, an, there's another alien baby that's grown up very quickly.
2: Yeah. Most of them do. Yeah, I mean, nine months is so yesterday.
1: Yeah, you yeah, so know, talk about they're trying to kill the aliens in that one and she says there's women and children here and I'm thinking, you know, wait a week they won't be children. <laughs> They'll right, be exactly. Hey. They'll be adults. There you are.
2: Yeah, I mean how rude <laughs> for a baby to want to take 9 <laughs> yeah. months.
1: How rude. What a what an insinuation of, you know, a, a time commitment and oh right. my goodness. Right. Well,
0: Spoiling
2: speaking, a woman's figure
1: <laughs> for that long.
2: I know. The better
1: part of a year. Um we speaking of children though, um Nori, the child of Carolyn, uh, got it was nice to, for her to get her mom back for a little bit of time, which sets up the whole idea that that Julia might be able to actually get Barbie back. So they know that there's there's some combination of things that work, work mm-hmm. for Hunter, work for Carolyn, and so that really gives Julia the you know the push to. Um, uh, to to get him to come back. Now, I thought this was going to last a little longer because there was the uh, the discussion between Big Jim and Julie, and He said, "Hey, if you need to put him down, do you have you know what it takes to do it?" Yeah. So he's he's on the take him outside, and now Nori is saying, "If there's any chance you can get him back, you ought to." So now I thought that I thought we we're going to put get a little more conflict within. The resistance here, the pull back and forth, and we do a little bit of that in the um, in the scene later on when they get him into the cabin. But I thought that re- that conflict was going to be set up for a little longer uh, payoff, but it looks like it paid off paid off in the second half of the episode.
2: Yeah, why did Big Jim leave him with Julia though?
1: Yeah, he di- like I said, he didn't seem very when he had that discussion with her. He didn't seem like she- he didn't feel like she would be able to do it.
0: Right. That, that was the impression I got. And, and then so he why just he... left her with him.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't get Dumb.
2: <laughs> just dumb.
1: Yeah. He and wouldn't. And he would she, take care of it. And then she lets him go. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, you know, if you've got a guy who And who's... I'm
2: gritting my teeth, by the way.
1: <laughs> Hang on. We're almost there. We're not there yet. Not there He's yet. He's in
2: my doghouse, and that is why... I did not respond to Barb's Twitter oh. tweet thing.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, she Barb, said he was yeah. on her
2: S list and I wanted to tweet back, but I wanted to save the comment for the podcast because yes, I knew you might enjoy okay. the fact that he's in my dog house for kicking envy. Yes,
1: <laughs> we, we haven't even got to. You cannot keep yourself from that, can you? No, We've I'm, so, do
2: I'm so upset. About that,
1: well, so hey, upset. Let me try to take your mind off it. Okay. We um, we are uh we're looking at the schematic, and Sam is you know allegedly, as we find out, helping out uh, Joe and Nori to look at the schematic. And there's these sound waves, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, uh, you know, they were talking about, you know, I think they, I think they. Brought up the the one idea I was thinking was that these sound waves could take down the dome, get the right frequency, the right harmonic, and the whole thing just you know like the old memory. It could shatter it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even more so when it's calcified, or maybe less so. I don't know. Maybe it would be sure. Yeah, but um, the uh, but but you've got. I guess you would have to have the you know. There's I don't know one two three four five seven or eight. uh, Yeah, about eight of these amethysts you know what would they have to be uh, right real close in the center out on the edges you know and some you, once you set the one down in the middle it' just kind of resonates with all these others but now they can't get to them
2: right and, and if they've I only got four correctly. episodes to
1: get to them yeah
2: if I remember correctly um, in real life not on under the dome um, depending upon the the uh, makeup of the glass, there's only one tone that can break it. Yes. So, it wouldn't be many tones. It would simply be one tone, and um, it would have to be completely calcified or not calcified at all.
1: Well, my, my impression is the calcification is not in the plan.
2: Right. Exactly. So, it wouldn't work if it's being calcified or if it is calcified, because that would change... The makeup, the chemical makeup of the dome,
1: yeah, and the calcification, as we heard, was uh cutting off the oxygen to the inside right. it was permeable exactly. before so it would is change
2: now. the the molecular structure of the dome, and um the the crystals would have nothing to do with any kind of waveform
1: not anymore <laughs> that
2: would break no, 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 it wouldn't anyway, I'm assuming. I mean, why would that have anything to do with uh, a tone breaking the dome? I mean, it, it <laughs> a, a tone breaking a glass, you don't need anything but that tone to break the glass.
1: Well, you got to generate that tone. And I was, my impression was that oh, these amethysts I would see. do that.
2: I see. Okay. So that would be the generator. for Yeah. T- okay. All right. All right. I guess so.
1: That's my guess.
2: All right. Okay, so it's saying that if you put them together, it would make that tone.
1: Yeah, if you get the right configuration and the right one in the middle, and you know, now do you have to get the physical center? Is you know, are these actually out so by the So on the, the dome know. or around
2: yeah. the dome? Or okay, all right, I see what you're saying. But now that it's being calcified, it's it might be a moot point. Yeah, that but they're going to do it anyway.
1: I would, yeah, I think that would change everything. Yeah,
2: bad writing is bad writing.
1: <laughs> well, maybe they can break the top of the dome.
2: I see. Oh, I see. I don't know what,
1: break the the parts of the dome that are still uncalcified because look, it was happening from the bottom up.
2: Yeah, all right. All right. Okay, so. I'm so mad at this episode. <laughs> yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> sure, whatever. Hand <so>,
1: wave. <laughs> so Barbie calls, and I forget now how he did this. Was this, this was in the Walkies, right? Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh yeah. And he wants to see her. You know, I'm thinking he's trying to bring her out in the open. And of course we don't get the the the, the viewer is not omniscient, not completely omniscient at least. And it looks like they had this, you know, planned all along. But uh yeah, you know, I thought he's trying to bring her out in the open. She says, Okay, I'll be such and such at a certain time and I'm thinking, Oh, come on, really? We're not we're not gonna make this mistake again. Right. But um But she gets a drop on him. You know, he's He's trying to sound de kinshipified, if I can Mm -hmm. coin a phrase. And, uh, but she injects him and off, you know, uh, I liked, yeah, I liked Big Jim. Nice work, Dexter. Yeah. (laughs) I don't watch Dexter, but I I know the reference.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It was very good. Very good. Now, mind you, Tim Schlappman, one of his nominations was for Dexter.
1: Oh, was it? Yeah, so ah.
2: maybe that was like an in-joke for him.
1: I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. You know, when you're the writer, you have a little license to do that.
2: Yeah, so it was okay for him to to use it, I guess.
1: So they get Barbie into the torture cabin, which, as Julia mentions, is not uh, not ironically, you know, on purpose, the place where he killed her husband. And I think that's part of, you know, the whole trying to bring him out of it. And mm-hmm. uh, the emotional thing there. And they have decided, too, that pain seems to be the thing as well. Right. So, that's... Um, but
2: not on him, because he's a soldier. Appar- yeah,
1: man alive. Yeah. Now, I, I liked the fact that, you know, he sees, he's, they're tied to the chair, and he sees Julie and Big Jim staring at him, and he just cracks up, because, I, I mean, it, this is the first time, really, that somebody has looked at them and thought, wait a minute, you two, Really?
2: Yeah, how can you two be working together? And you know, it's funny because we've been saying that. You know, you and I Mm -hmm. and the audience have, but no one on the show has really.
1: No, no, no. But But it's funny
2: to see that telegraphed on the show. Well,
1: the first—it's the first time that somebody has seen them both together working together, and it's like, yeah, this is very laughable. It is, you know, Mm -hmm. And, and, and you know, we have to. It's it's still hard to to convey the the short amount of time we we're t- really talking about we're still like we're less than a month right into the life and for, for us it's been this is you know season 3 so it's been you know 2 years uh, since uh, the first season right. and and you know you, you kind of forget the fact that this is all very compressed time
2: right and to yeah, have it these hasn't two been that long to have these
1: two working together right given what has happened in the past you know wow Right. And it's only a few days that they've
2: been working together.
1: hmm hmm
2: And for, well, for Barbie, it seems like it's been a year, though. Because he well, was yes. in that cocoon. But mm-hmm. still, it's probably very weird to see them working together. Very weird.
1: And, you know, so he's laughing at him. And, and he's trying to explain to, well, not really explain, you know, he hey, look, this is why I love Ava. I love Ava, not you and he 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 quoted a line from an old song that i thought was just hilarious
0: Having my baby What a lovely way of saying how
1: much you love me thank you paul anka from you know back in the 70s here one of the uh, the, the sappiest songs you oh, are more you are ever likely to hear
2: i was still singing oh yeah. <laughs> you turned it off <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh i i i thought of the exact same thing when she's he said having
1: that. my baby yeah what a lovely way to say how what much a you lovely me. way
2: of saying how much <laughs> you love
1: me and he starts bad mouthing big jim and i'm thinking this can't uh, go well no no no, no no
2: no and then leaves her with leaves him with Julia. Well,
1: well, first he shows her how to how to do the zapping right, I think. He gives yeah. her, you know, a little uh, little lesson on uh, car battery oh, uh, dude. electronics. Dude. That hurts. You no.
2: Know? Well, yeah, sure. I mean, I get that that he shows her how to torture him and all that, but you know, there's still that chance that she's going to wimp out and let him go. Right?
1: As much as he was concerned about her doing exactly that, right? And then he says she, well, he's got his she own plan. Of does here. It.
2: Kind of, I mean, inadvertently she does it by walking out the door and giving him an opportunity to break the chair and get away.
1: Yeah, dumb. That seemed obvious.
2: Just dumb, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. a wood chair. <laughs> yeah. You don't put someone in a wood chair. That you're tying down, yeah. ever.
1: Or a folding get, chair.
2: Get a metal chair. <laughs> a metal chair. Tie them to something else, too. I mean... A, lo-
1: a load-bearing beam. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, Junior would know where to tie him. Into the exactly. load-bearing beam. There you are.
2: It, well, okay. <laughs> I would say ask Junior, but, you know, you're in a world of hurt there if you ask Junior. Oh,
1: don't ask him anything.
2: No, no. But it's still... You would think big Jim would know yeah don't time to a wooden chair because Big Jim just got out of that same predicament
1: that's true
2: with the act young guys so
1: <laughs> he's good Duh. he's good and then Joe and Nori you know poking through the library get discovered um I'm surprised that i you know, I was figuring if they were into the library already that did the kinship see them go in? I guess you know it just seemed it, it was kind of set up more as a you know a big drama looking through the bookshelves at both sides and then they're surrounded. It's like you know if they knew they were there, they would just get them before they got into there. I don't know. I don't know. That you was would just, think. You would think.
2: But it was a way to get Sam to them, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, Sam gets him, and then the other thing is the people are inside. They've got them surrounded. They go into a hall, and there's guy. They've got guys guarding the front door. Mm-hmm. But not the back, really. R- of course, if you can of go up the back stairs or those Millers. Well,
2: you know, did they set this up so that Sam could infiltrate them? Oh, you Is know, that supposed to be a hand. Uh,
1: crazy like a fox. I I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, maybe. That could I mean, have that been a was setup.
2: my thought. You know, was that some setup so that Sam could get in there
0: mm-hmm.
1: and,
2: and figure out what they were doing? Hey, guys. I can get in there. I can get them to trust me.
1: Just surround them and leave a way open and I'll get leave them out. one
2: door open and I'll get them out. Ah, yeah.
1: Okay, maybe I gave this a little... You know, it was a little too hard on this particular scene.
2: It was my only thought, but they're so mindless. The kinship is so mindless. Um, I don't know if they would be able to do anything like that.
1: Well, yeah, Barbie has... Uh, shown that he can be, you know, very um uh he he, he can think on his feet even as a, a kinshipper. Yeah. And Sam can I'm I'm wondering, you know, do we do have a lot of drones that walk out of windows when the uh is sure. in a uh in a cocoon.
2: But So eh. will they just follow if Sam gives them
1: instructions? That could be. Maybe he's maybe maybe that's why sh- why Christine has been kind of um Uh, You know, setting these guys up, uh, Sam and Barbie in particular, they have specific roles, and maybe because they can, uh, they can still, you know, have a little bit of creativity in their uh, plans. Mm When uh, whereas the others, you know, uh, not necessarily.
2: Okay, so in leadership roles, yeah, as it were. Okay,
1: Uh, even um, even Junior, with all his issues. Has has a role, and he had played his role again this time with Christine again. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um. So I, I mean, he still has a little bit of uh, freedom of thought, right? And even even uh, Paul from a couple of uh, episodes ago, uh, he had some. Now I, he may not have been fully kinshipped.
2: Yeah, and he may have just been too uh, headstrong, yes. as it were. Mm-hmm. And, and a little too um, antagonistic towards Junior.
1: Mm-hmm. Some and anger she issues.
2: needed Junior more.
1: Yeah, so she made oh. her choice, yeah.
2: Right. So she just let Paul go.
1: Hey, you know, if, if we can't use you, buddy, you're dead. Sorry. Out. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, we get we get to, we go back to uh uh Julia again alone in the cabin with uh with the Barbie. And she's mm-hmm. going back to the beginning. I I appreciated this because it does give you know us an idea, more, you know, more of an idea, a feeling that this is a compressed time period. 3 weeks right. and a half or something like it that. It
2: reminds us of the beginning, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And um, uh you know, you killed my husband in this uh, uh this cabin and um you know, we had something, and this and that, and the other thing, and Barbie's giving as good as he got, I thought. Mm-hmm. I um, thought so, too. Yeah.
2: You know he wanted me to kill him. Yeah, he's and th- and he's right. Yep. His husband set that whole thing up.
1: Had the insurance husband, policy already, sorry.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yep. So, yeah, so he was, but and the thing was, though, he's very emotional, mm-hmm. and he is... Clearly in pain. I mean, I just can't imagine, you know, going through that without any pain, though he may have been, you know, uh, like you said, uh, because his his experience in the Army may have been able to handle some of that. Right. But, uh, But he really did look like...
2: And now, the Barbie of the Week.
1: Waterboarding Barbie. When you squeeze him, his mouth bleeds. Comes with jumper cables, battery pack not included. Blood packs inside barbie are refillable and can be found at your local red cross ages 18 and up
0: this has been the barbie of the week
1: emily o'leary i gotta tell you i had a potential barbie of the week written down and it was about for the the same subject matter but you did it so much better so i'm not even gonna cut mine is not even gonna make it in the episode today that's the barbie of the week
2: (laughs) that's fantastic emily Loved
1: it. We had some really good ones uh, as well. We'll get to them a little later. Um, yeah, but yeah, I love
2: the Red Cross part. It's <laughs> <Yes>. so good. <laughs> so good. Especially on the heels of the whole Sam getting an infusion thing. I yes. Mean, so good. It's very thematic. So I loved it. That was a unanimous decision for Barbie.
1: Absolutely anonymous. Not yes. that
2: we don't have. I mean, we have to have unanimous decisions because it's.
1: It's just two of us. There's only two of us, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're running this this whole operation on a shoestring. Let me tell you right now, that's right. A, a
2: very small budget.
1: And my my shoe keeps falling off because I I don't have the shoestring anymore.
2: I know that's true, right? Mine is fringing on the edges. It's not so good. <laughs> you need it to doesn't get... have the whack-a-mole thingies on the
1: ends. Yeah, the little plastic. They have a name, you know.
2: I know they do. I just don't know what it's called.
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Well, after this we start really jumping around. And I, I'm yes. not sure how to you know, jump around here. We've got Jim in town hall and he's he's yeah. having to deal with uh he gets discovered and has to it looks like he's gonna try to fight his way out. I yeah. think. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um Junior's picking out mates. Oh for Potential mates, on. yes. And Christine's get yeah, k- slow down, buddy. You know I know I, need, I there's twelve. I need twelve. Whatever
2: I, want she needs for. I want her. I want her. I want her.
1: You've given a teenage boy license to do that. I'm sorry, Ugh. honey. You are really going to have to pull the reins in uh, rather tightly. Yes.
2: Ugh. Gross. That was just gross.
1: <laughs> um. What else? Uh, oh, I, and we finally find the name of our um, head, the real head of Actaeon, uh, secretly running it from the background. By the government. That's the classic. It's Hector Martin.
2: That's right. So Eric at least Masal.
1: At least we saw his picture. That's all we saw so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than, you know, a video call from way back when. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm kind of hoping they, they run with this Action thing a little more uh, at the end, near the end of this week. Like I said, four more episodes. Right. want to see what's happening here. And then we have the struggle in the cabin. This is, mm-hmm. this I understand... It's gonna be a little emotional here. I'm so mad. Oh man! Uh, but but first of all, um, yeah, you know, she, she uh, didn't she cut his the rope on his his hands first. No, I guess he broke the chair. Didn't he? he broke that. He, he broke, broke the, chair. the chair. Yep. And uh, they struggle. She's got a gun, but she drops it. And da-da-da-da.
2: Well, Indy barks to let her know yes. that something's going on. Something. She up. comes in. The chair's broken. Then they struggle. And the gun, and then he kicks Indy off screen. Oh, it's partially on screen, and I'm so mad, so mad at <laughs> Mr. Barbara. And that don't that... even. I can't even. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no,
1: <all> I <right>, go. <laughs> That's the extent
2: of my rant. Can't
1: even. You I are. can't
2: even. Okay, go.
1: And ex- explains your uh, your rating of five.
2: Yeah, well, that's partially why. That's
1: partially why.
2: The rest is just bad, writing.
1: If the dog dies, we're getting a zero.
2: Oh, he's not dead. He's fine. Oh, no, still. I'm saying
1: if, if, if in the future something happens. If he happens.
2: dies, zero. Negative 10. <laughs> Negative 2,000.
1: And I may have to come up with another co-host for the show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I've made a commitment to you. That's all I'm saying. But, man. Whew.
1: I mean, I mean, if I'm running on a shoestring. If I have to run on half a shoestring, it isn't going to be anything going know. to work? I know. Oh man, alive.
2: Let's just say I watched Old Yeller to the end.
1: I am, I've never watched that.
2: <gasps> First from the Earth to the Moon before we started recording, and now Old Yeller.
1: Not oh. not quite the sh- same genre there. <laughs>
2: no, but still, <laughs> two things you should have seen already. Oh, okay. Oh
1: man. Okay, I'm, I'm, so. Andy, sheltered. Yeah, so Indy. I mean, Indy is a is as a good dog. He's a good yes, boy. Yes, good dog. And he's a good judge of character. Yes,
2: yes. So he, I think he can sense the kinship.
1: You know, it's always good to have a dog around in case you have an alien infestation.
2: It's true. It's true. You know,
1: animals can feel it when there's an earthquake coming, and when yep. there's aliens in your DNA. Yep, yep. There you are. Mm-hmm. So Barbie, you know, runs off. Julia loses them, um, and then um, it was interesting that they, they they had a little conversation with Nori,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and this was part of the, I guess she's still you know uh, grieving and trying to figure out you know her own feelings. Alice's death made her angry. Carolyn's made her sad. I thought that was um, be, that kind of shows the growth that this character has mm-hmm. that. At the beginning, she was just angry. She was a ball of anger.
2: Right, she had no other emotions. Yes, and so anything
1: that happened that she didn't like—that's what made her angry. Right. It's it's only been like we said, you know, two weeks since then, two and a half weeks since then, and now she is more, um, the deeper, yeah, the yeah, the deeper emotions are coming out now.
2: Now. Remember she's also had that year to grow in her brain
1: that's true too yes and then that and that kind of uh, that development has happened kind of off screen but yes,
2: right at but, least in her brain she's had that
1: but yeah, but even without that though yeah I think I think yeah. with what we have seen uh it was it was good to um kind of show that progression you know things have happened she right. is a different character, and it, as as much as we you know, ha- have fun at the expense of the show and uh, some of the writing is kind of, uh, it has uh, had its moments. And this is one of them, I think.
2: Yeah. I think she's written very well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: hmm And I like Hunter in this scene. Where oh, she's yeah. talking to Hunter mm-hmm. and Hunter's talking about, you know, being, and this isn't the end for him being handicapped. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's kind of inspirational.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he does mention to Jim a little later that he doesn't feel like he's really pulling his weight. Right. And as much of a jerk as big Jim can be, and that's, that's saying something. Right. Um, he does, you know, kind of put that all in perspective. Look, you're, you're doing what you can with what you have and what you're doing is, is very helpful. Yeah. Right.
2: Right. Right, no one else can do what you can do on the computer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's he really gives him that purpose, and I'm amazed that he's as deep as he is in that moment.
1: Yeah, I think that was earlier in the in the episode, but right. uh, before Jim uh, hits the road. But yeah, uh, it does give him a bit of a bit of a boost. Thanks, you know, and 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 we do see, you know, we don't have black hats and white hats and that sort of thing. We, you know, big Jim is a jerk. And he's done. He's made many mistakes, and many of those mistakes he'd make again. But right. he does have. You can see a little bit of his concern for his son in some of the dialogue and some of his some of his facial expressions. You know, some of the things he does, even though he may be taking advantage of Junior in some way to you know to try to protect him. We find out later, like you know right. when the when the cave is going to blow up. But here we see where he can see the good in people. You know, he can he can give you that pep talk. Hmm. And, oh, uh, and he's and, done yeah, some
2: really bad, like, he's murdered people. Yeah. So, it's super bad. He's been a black hat mm-hmm. as well. But he's also, he's also been a white hat. So, you know, where do you file him in this? You know, he'd be in jail. Yeah. Definitely right now. But, you know, right now he's redeeming that. Under the dome, he's redeeming it because of this kinship. So, you know, wh- where do you put him? Where do you file him away?
1: Yeah, he's he, he was really kind of nuts in the first couple of seasons. Yeah, very nuts. And, uh, but then
2: so was Junior. And well, now, you know, he's staying there and Big Jim is, you know. Kind of come back to, from that, yeah. Trying to redeem himself, I guess.
1: I don't necessarily think he's trying to redeem himself, I think. I think just parts of his personality are coming out that are very no. easily buried,
2: right? And also, he he's saving himself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. you
2: think? I mean, he's working to save himself, and if that means he has to work with other people, so be
1: it. Yeah, that he doesn't like.
2: <laughs> right, and he he kind of jokes about it, but I don't think he would turn these people away. You know, I don't think he would kill them. Um, If they weren't helpful,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. uh, I think he would like, you know, Nori isn't terribly helpful to him. But he's letting her stay there. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he's not murdering. At least
1: she's not trying to kill him.
2: Right. She's not trying to undermine anything. So she's giving him shelter. And before he gave Joe shelter in his house. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he he. Can be somewhat kind. Somewhat.
1: It can be done.
2: Right. So yeah, he's a very grey character. Very grey. But then, you know, most of Chester's Mill can be very grey. Yikes,
1: <laughs> yeah, especially when they're all under the influence of aliens. Right. I mean Barbie is super grey. Mm. Well, is and, and that well that does bring up a good question. If this is not them in control. Are they truly gray? Is this, this is not something hmm. that they would do normally.
2: Barbie killed someone on the first episode. Of okay. Under well, the do- there, yes, there. <laughs> so,
1: but since w- then, we can't know. even say that, yes. uh,
2: you know, that was part of his job was mm-hmm. working for Maxine and, uh, you know, do, uh, roughing up people collecting debts. So, you know, he's not, a white hat, either. <laughs> so you know we have to assume everybody's a, a gray hat, and they they haven't actually come out and said anything. But Julia was fired from her last job, and that's why she's in Chester's Mill. Chester's Mill. So there's obviously something going on in her background. I mean, there there's supposedly something bad in everyone's background, mm-hmm. and you know Nori was in trouble, mm-hmm. and that's why she was going to this uh, youth camp. So there was something bad going on there, uh-huh. you so know. We've got we've got this.
1: Got, we've got all these people with their with their issues and their backgrounds and the things that they're running from, or things that they aren't running from. Mm-hmm. In case of Big Jim, and right. seeing how this experience has changed them,
2: right, or whether it has, or, or whether
1: it does, or um, or in the case of the kinship, whether the, uh, the it changes them in such a way that. They have no control anymore, huh. right?
2: Whether it just completely breaks them, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. As the drones in the town,
1: drones in the dome, yeah. Well, we had three major um, scenes at the end of this. Mm-hmm. First of all, we had—I called it the creepy midwife crowd. Yeah, go back into the barn, and all these girls. There's the twelve that uh, Christine wanted, holding uh, candles, and man, yeah. That's that's like the cult, you know, issuing you into the uh, barn with the uh, the high priestesses or something. (laughs)
2: Low priestesses. There you go, way low. And as you said, it's a good thing they kept the barn set.
1: Yeah, they hang on, <laughs> hung on to that because they apparently are using that. And I was just thinking that's where the uh, the four hands were first right. put together. I'm thinking, no, no, they got uh, 24 now, don't 24 they? 24
2: hands, yes. Three. And I wonder if the stars are still all painted on the wall.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, that would be, yes, it would be great to see them on there.
2: I mean, they're in candlelight right now. Wouldn't they still be showing up on all the walls? White,
1: white paint, I would think so, yes. Yeah. So that, and, and Ava was not looking like she was really into that. I mean, no, she looked very confused. She is still, she really is in, you know, full kinship mode. But even that was a little weird for her.
2: Yeah, she didn't get to, she was going to give birth right away.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and then,
2: Ava hasn't explained it to her
1: yet. Christina hasn't, yeah.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Christina hasn't yet. Yes.
1: Yet no, that. And gonna.
2: then, you know, Christina turns to Junior who notices that the woman, the girl that he wants to do it with is in there. And he said, but I wanted her. (laughs) And uh, Christine says, don't worry, it won't hurt much. So she's implying that they're all going to give their lives for this baby. Yikes. Right. So there's that.
1: So there's that. I can't even. (laughs) No, we want to talk about the dog. We're talking about.
2: (laughs) I know. (laughs)
1: Um, and then the Resistance has a, you know, kind of a standoff, and they have to make the last stand here, and, uh, it looks like, you know, it looks like the end for them. Mm-hmm. So we got a big, big, uh, climax coming there. And then the big one, where, you know, Julia, she, she just can't shoot Barbie, you know, she is exactly as Jim thought she was going to be, you know, she, she couldn't do it when, the, the time came. No. Nope. But, um... But she tries the kiss.
2: That's right, and the birds come out from the trees, <laughs> and they land on her shoulders, and it becomes true love's kiss,
1: and it wakes him up from his slumber. That's right, folks. This is once upon a dome.
2: <laughs> you missed that Sam is kinship, though. That we finally found out. Yes, we Sam
1: do him. find that Sam is kinship. Yeah. yeah, well, that's whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the whole. Stand and he's up. a kinship. Thank you.
2: Yeah, yeah. They're trying to but shatter yes, the dome, but it's no. definitely true love's kiss. I'm so stupid.
1: Oh, when you so wish stupid. upon a star <laughs> makes no difference who you are. So stupid. Anything I'm sorry. your heart
2: desires. That's uh, a lovely song. Do you, You're doing very nicely. Thank you. I like it. Alrighty. It doesn't make the episode any less. No, easy.
1: but if they okay. played that at the end, it would really have, you know, thrown you for a loop.
2: If Tinkerbell had come out and T- done <laughs> the little. <laughs> the little <laughs> wand. Ding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, on alone. the top
2: of the dome.
1: That's it, there. You go, or or you know the uh, the effect from Once Upon a Time, With the rainbows just go poosh out from the out from sure. the center of the kiss. Yes, that would have been sure. And then Henry's there. I knew it. I knew it. Anyway, okay.
2: Except this is CBS, not ABC. Oh, okay. I'm unfortunately. sorry. Unfortunately,
1: uh, not going to happen.
2: No, wrong network.
1: Oh uh, but you're on the right network if you're watching Under the Dome. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, folks. We have we had a few deaths in this uh, episode. I have no idea who they are.
2: No, nope. just nameless people.
1: But they were kinship, so it's okay.
2: Who cares, I guess? Yeah. And Jim we, killed them.
1: When we we anytime it's something like that, they were bad guys. Um I remember the movie True Lies. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is married to um uh, Jamie Lee Curtis Jamie Lee Curtis yes and at one point he has been given a truth serum and she's aware of that but they're both tied up in this one room and she says you've been a spy yes I have and she asks him you know, a few questions and she says have Have you killed people and he goes yeah but they were all bad <laughs> <laughs> and so there you go so, so big there's, there's Big Jim
2: they were big all bad gym. right So he would say that.
1: You can do it better than I can.
2: Oh, and by the way, this is just for Stephanie. Um, In this episode, Big Jim actually says, this is my town. (laughs) He actually says, this is my town. But he also, I wanted to say, because before they left the funeral home, I wanted to say, this is my funeral home. So that's my Big Jim of the week. He's been
1: reading the Chester's Mill Gazette.
2: Yeah, he has been. He wanted to get his own feature in.
1: Um, You're going to say that every week now.
2: Well, this is my town. He said it. He he definitely wanted to get it in. And Stephanie really enjoys it. So I wanted to make sure to get my impression in. So, You know, I didn't do Helena until people started liking it. So, <laughs>
1: You do a good Helena, yes.
2: Thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank you. <laughs> I was there talking to you for that, <laughs> and of course I have my Casima glasses on. So,
1: yes, if you can't tell, and you probably can't, Karen has new glasses. new glasses. Yes,
2: and they look like Casimas. I'm so happy
1: for all you orphan black people. You can order the orphan black DVDs on, on <laughs> goldenspiralmedia.com dot com slash dome. That's right. That's right. Okay. Let's get into some news here. Oh, my goodness. What do we got? What do we got? How many people are watching this thing?
2: Well, Lawrence Griffin, who is our Canadian ratings correspondent. Lawrence. Hi, Lawrence.
1: And, and official Follow Friday guy.
2: That's right, because he's awesome. Um, And I gave him my Follow Friday love back as our Canadian correspondent. Um. Under the Dome made again the list of the thirty most watched shows in Canada, finishing in tenth place. So it's actually the top ten. This the episode Ejecta was seen by one point two million viewers. So good on you, Canada. I did my Australian thanks for Canada, <laughs> <laughs> and in America, I took this by T from TV by the numbers. Um, uh, from ten p.m. NBC won the hour, but just barely, um, with point 0.9. And with a and, repeat.
1: There.
2: I know. With Dateline, which was a repeat from 9 to 11. But again, it's because it's starting at 9. So it's holding over that audience from 9 to 11. Um, and that's the big, that is really the way it's winning, is because it's, it's keeping their audience. It's holding over the audience from nine to ten. That's cheating. It is cheating, uh, but that's—I mean—that's <laughs> how it goes. You know, when NBC ran their their shows on Thursday nights with a like a one minute overlap or a five minute overlap, they got higher ratings as well because people didn't want to change the channel
1: to something that had already started to miss.
2: Right, right. To miss the first five minutes of something. Um, so it is. It's a gimmick that works. Um, and it got a three share with 4.67 million viewers. And Under the Dome, which started at 10, like a normal show, um, was 0.08 and a three share. Not, so no, 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 same not, share.
1: not 0.08, please.
2: Oh, 0.8. That then, then
1: would be off the air. It's yeah, right it I would know. be.
2: 0.8 and a three share with 3.73 million viewers.
1: Got to say that right. 3.73 million viewers.
2: Million, million. dollars. No, I'm sorry. Viewers. And Ricky Blue on ABC with 0.6 and a two share with 3.34
1: million viewers. We're cleaning its clock. However. Uh-oh.
2: Under the Dome and Bachelor in Paradise. Seriously, people? Yes. Bachelor in Paradise?
1: <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs>
2: If I got to say Bachelor in Paradise as many times as I had to say American Ninja Warriors last year. Okay, Under the Dome and Bachelor in Paradise tied as the week's top live plus three ratings gainers among adults 18 to 49 with both adding 0.6 adults 18 to 49 ratings points up 63% for well, the see,
1: week. Now, now, those are the that's the gain it makes in the live plus three. So, that means that Bachelor in Paradise could have been a 0.1 Mm-hmm. You know, and then moved up, but you know, but right. but that just means there's a lot of people watching it on DVR or whatever.
2: Right. So that makes us almost a two, two, whatever. So it would. be. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm the worst. I can't add. Um. Anyway, it's up sixty three
1: percent. That'd be sixty three percent. righty,
2: Um. I didn't paste the whole thing in here. Um, adding point six adults, so uh, add that all up. We're gonna add point like six adults. 0.6. That's
1: right. We're just gonna cut them off right at the you know, below the shoulder. There. You know what That's I mean 0.6, there you go.
2: It's late at night. it is. It's almost ten here. oh
1: man alive. What are we doing? Oh, we're doing it. we're doing my a glasses newspaper. don't
2: make me any smarter.
1: <laughs> you just look like you know science or something. yes
2: right. I do. I look like I know science. Because <laughs> I look like Cosima, but I don't. I know maths. She she
1: she blinded me with science, but anyway. I know
2: computer science. There you go. Yeah. So we are like Canada in that for the week, we finish like in the top five every week. It's just in the overnights, we don't. Mm-hmm. So if we did ratings like Canada... We would come out on I talk. don't know
1: I don't know I think they use the metric system up there for ratings and it's just do too, you think? It's just too confusing
2: 1.2 million in metrics yeah what is, something like what that? Is that I
1: mean you know it, it's it's 73 degrees celsius or something I don't know but anyway okay okay let's get some feedback from you people here let's it's time to hear it. I like that music you like the music
2: Yes, that's oh, why I was man. singing along.
1: Thank you, Daryl Darnell, for that music. I like it. Okay, we've got to start with the Barbies of the week. So many Barbies. So many Barbies. So little time. No, oh, I got lots of time.
2: What's our pal? What's our uh, our runner-up Barbie of the week? Which uh, one?
1: I, I I would say Corey Metcalfs
2: Okay. Which you one?
1: Uh, the, uh, uh, the the one you highlighted. Huey Lewis and the News Barbie. Okay. Simply charge him up for a few hours and hear The Power of Love play on repeat all day. That's the
0: power of love.
1: Comes complete with Big Red Companion. I wasn't sure about that. Clifford? <laughs> the Big Red Dog? Prego, <laughs> Ava? Prego Ava, also available, but not needed. <laughs>
2: Big Red would be Julia.
1: Oh, okay. Alrighty. Right? <laughs> you you're right. Okay. I was thinking the big red dog. Okay, sorry.
2: And uh and he also gave us Operation Barbie. I'm going for the funny bone. <laughs> <laughs> you love your sound effects.
1: Yes, he wrote this, but I had to come up with the sound effect for it. Yes. <laughs> and he also came up with knife-wielding maniac Barbie with throat crushing grip and extendable blade. Uh, parental supervision recommended.
2: I used to have that Han Solo who had the little blade for a. Oh, no, it was a Luke Skywalker. Had the little thing in his hand that came out and it looked like a, it was supposed to be like a lightsaber. Ah. So it was like a little thing that you just pushed out of his hand. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I'm guessing that's what he means.
1: I got you. Extent blade. Um,
2: Troy Heinrich gave us submissive, perky nipple Barbie. Ouch. He gets a. Charge out of Julia interrogating
1: him. I'm liking the buzzer I wasn't sound effect.
2: Expecting that. <laughs> Thank you, Sir Troy.
1: Meryl uh, Meryl Urish gave us sleeping beauty Barbie. Kiss him and he wakes up. Aww. And birdies
2: come and fly down. And That's right. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rachel Nash gave us my kinky lover Barbie, Ooh. complete with car battery and nasty looking knife. Sexual healing Christine sold se- separately with <laughs> Junior, I'm guessing. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> with Junior hanging on there, hanging on. That's right. Uh, Chris Strovel, for those of you who will have to know this uh, TV show, Chris Strovel said Special Edition David Spade Barbie. During interrogation, it will practically tell you to just shoot me. Thank you. All right. (laughs) After just a little bit of exposure to this, you'll find him so annoying, you'll hope someone does. (laughs) Comes with earplugs.
2: And that's a double joke because I find David Spade annoying enough to just shoot him. (laughs)
1: I can, I can, I can, I can get on board with that. Yes.
2: That's right. And then also, Doug and I had a conversation about Just Shoot Me because, um, Enrico Coliattone, or however you say his last name, Coli Colliatone. Thank you. Was on Just Shoot Me and he was on, I'm guessing was on, um, Person of Interest as, Elias. It's
1: Elias. He's still on. He's still well, there. I think. Oh no, he. he that's right. He got. He got. He got rubbed out. That's yeah,
2: right. I think he got rubbed out in the finale. I think. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you haven't watched the uh, latest season.
2: Yeah. Um. And then Barb.
1: Well, th- well, well The reason you mentioned his name is because you'll hear his name again later on for next week.
2: That's right. That's right. Um. Barb, who is at Tangier, fourteen.
1: You can Dave tweet these. You can tweet these to us too. You know.
2: That's right. We'll tell you how. Um, animal abuser Barbie. That's right, Barb. This toy has been banned due to degenerate and violent acts. Tune in for immediate refund. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's right. right in. It's in my doghouse.
1: Yeah. That's right. He's and in my
2: doghouse. Related to Barb. that,
1: she came up with discontinued Barbie. This toy has outlived its usefulness and will no longer be produced, has no intrinsic value.
2: He's in my doghouse. I can't even <laughs>
1: Okay. Oh man alive. Okay. Uh how do you how do you continue from that? I'm going to. Yes, um, please do. Got a uh got a Email here from Mark H. Uh, in the UK. He didn't say specifically, but given uh, Mark H. Mark H. Yes. He's
2: given us feedback before. I
1: see. All righty. Mm -hmm. He said, Dear Doug and Karen, thank you, dear Mark. I realize. Dear
2: Mark H. He's wonderful. Mark. Mark. Mark.
1: (sighs) (coughs) Hang on. I need a drink.
2: Did I make you cough?
1: (laughs) Okay. Here we go. I'm not going to do this in a British accent. No. I realize that what the Chester's Mill Gazette is missing is a foreign correspondent, so I would like to put myself forward for the role. Well, at least for this week. I was prompted by the End of the World headlines, which I did for Ejecta the other time.
2: That's very nice. I like this.
1: Under the Dome is shown here on Channel 5, home to Castle, Person of Interest, NCIS, Law & Order, Body of Proof, Rookie Blue, and other U.S. shows I can't remember. It's shown on Monday nights in the, quote, slightly weird U.S. fantasy drama slot, unquote, occupied at other times of the year by Gotham. I think we're about a week behind you, as we only saw Episode 7 ejecta last night, August 10th. I say we saw, but I really don't have any idea of the viewing figures. Maybe it's just me. Well, Mark, maybe it is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> another theory to throw into the mix. When Junior was talking to Sam about the reign of destruction and how it happened on their home planet, I got I kind of got the idea that someone else was doing it to them rather than them doing it themselves as and I'm just to, by way of explanation, that somebody else was attacking the aliens that are here now, maybe another you know third party.. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were attacked, they fled, they landed here, they built the dome the attackers followed them but are uh, because the kinship is evil but now i've peeked at your next podcast page and it really was just a big alien science uh, special effects extravaganza oh well wow. <laughs> yeah you got to watch it you know if you look at the next uh, the next week's podcast you know you may be spoiled completely here but anyway that's right he continues, anyway, here's how the end of the world was reported in the British media. <laughs> These will only really make sense to any other British listeners, but then your own headlines would only make sense to U.S. listeners or maybe someone who has an American studies degree, like me, smiles proudly. Yes, well, 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 Yeah, very good, very good. You, you know that our uh, lemonade is not um, carbonated, you know, and things like that. That's right. That's right yeah.
2: Although, why you would want to study America... <laughs> I don't know, but kudos.
1: Congratulations, sir. Okay, so he goes on. The Daily Mail had a hard time knowing who to blame. Someone's always to blame. Their first edition read, Flood of migrants slows as seas boil. (laughs) In later editions, this was changed to, At last, benefits bill to be slashed. (laughs) The Times, of course, blamed the last government, but two, because it's always their fault. Experts. Blame errors by Blair government for lack of apocalypse preparation. Tony Blair, for those of you wondering. Right. Uh, uh, The Daily Telegraph had a scoop. Labor Party siphoned funds to U.S. doomsday cult. (laughs) Tony Blair believed to be hiding in Chester's (laughs) Mill. (laughs) Uh, The Daily Star, now I will say this is a a tabloid. This This is a tabloid, and uh, um, shall we say. um, Nudity rules in the British TV and newspaper stuff are a little different than the U.S. That's right. So the Daily Star had a picture of a scantily clad woman pointing at her, be- pointing her behind at the camera. Sizzling Susie says, "Pink stars lit up my bedroom last night. Now I'm hot for you." <laughs> See Susie Toplish on pages six, seven, and eight. <laughs> That's there. You go.
2: Yeah, that one was cute.
1: The BBC London news was led by a travel report. Now BBC London, I this is gonna, I'm gonna. Maybe uh, I know a little more about uh, uh, England than you might have thought. Uh, I, mean, I think I need to start this with... <clears throat> this is London. How'd I do? Very nice. I just said need an orchestra there. I like that. Anyway, travelers are warned to expect travel chaos as London underground train drivers stage an indefinite walkout over working conditions. It's relatively cool in the tunnels, said union leader Jim McLefty. And we want to stay down there.
2: <laughs> I
1: like that. There you go. Nice and cool after the end of the world. But the Daily Express summed it up perfectly in their two editions. The first one read, As the end of the world approaches, the Express reveals who really killed Diana. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Di, yes, indeedy. Uh-huh. Later editions tried for a more hopeful note. Record heat wave to hit UK. <laughs> Keep publishing as long as you can, my fellow journalists. The world may be ending, but we still need to keep up with events under the dome. Man alive. And then oh. he had a little uh, 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 follow-up for me later. He said, by the way, uh, Doug, I will be listening to your person of interest podcast, yay, once we get to season yay. four over here, which will probably be next year. Carter only died a few weeks ago for me. Oh, oh. man, that's a that's a tough one. She was It a, is. But, you know, she was reincarnated as Cookie on Empire. There you go. That's right. He says, uh, I need a I need a dose of that stuff they gave to Hunter.
2: (laughs) And um, for you people who might get the lip sync um, battle show, um, there's going to be a two-part finale of that show. And I know this is going to sound stupid, but uh, Taraji P. Henson is going to be on the lip sync battle show. Oh, really? Both both parts, yes. It's a fun show. I like it.
1: She has really taken off on on Empire. That's true. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: lip syncing her butt off.
1: <laughs> that's 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 not the end that you lip sync from. <laughs> well, just, just you know, they
2: dance too.
1: Oh, okay, Gotcha. you. righty. we'll go from uh, written in feedback to Justina's audio feedback, and she yeah. has got a very good uh, bit of news for us.
0: We're surrounded. We're absolutely surrounded.
1: Okay, maybe. Okay, maybe it's not good news. <gasps> But we'll see. Uh, I'm taken
0: aback already. We'll
1: start over again.
0: (laughs) We're surrounded.
1: I'm sorry, say that again?
0: We're surrounded. We're absolutely (laughs) surrounded. They brought torches. Actual torches. Oh, my God. This is Justine, investigative reporter for the Chester's Mill Gazette. Things are getting crazy around here. Christine took some girls from town and dressed them all in white. I don't know what she's planning on doing with them. They took Charlotte, too. Junior wanted Charlotte. I hope that taking Charlotte makes Junior angry enough that he breaks out of his trance and comes over to our side. I think secretly Big Jim would be pretty happy if his son would come over to our side. Joe said that diagram has something to do with sound waves. I'm wondering that if we could make some sort of a sound wave to reverse this reverse this process and push the alien beings out of everyone's body that would be great Mm. when ava has the baby will it mark the beginning of a new life cycle will the dome just crack open remember way back in the beginning in the very first episode we saw that bird coming out of the egg i wonder if this dome is going to crack open like an egg and then all of these people that are infected with these aliens inside them are just going to pour out into the general population. I hope Julia finds Barbie and talks some sense into him. We really need the monarch now. Things are looking grim this week under the dome.
1: Good point about the monarch. I, you know, we still haven't really seen a reason for that. I'm wondering if the monarch is supposed to be somebody fighting against the alien invasion. Uh, plot point left behind. No, I hope not. I hope not. Oh, please don't. <laughs> and then the idea about uh, the sound waves kind of helping to bring the people out. Now, I think the, I my prediction is that it's to bring the dome down. To crack the dome. Yeah, yeah. but...
2: And yeah. let all these kinship people pour out like bugs. Like an
1: egg. Ooh. Like but I wonder if, bug. yeah, if it could be something that would, you know, mess with their head and ooh, take them out of the uh, the... The kinshipness of them.
2: Why would she have that, though? Hmm.
1: I don't know. Maybe it was if you tune it differently. Oh. Yeah, like a different radio station. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that sound is so annoying. And then, you know, it annoys <laughs> them. even. It, yes, right. It annoys them so much they, they break out of the trance. That
2: they can't even. Can't even. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my watchword tonight. Um... Speaking of which, I'll read Barb's mail to us this week. She says, hello, Karen and Doug. Hello. Hello, Barb. This is Barb with feedback on this week's Under the Dome Epi Plan B. I'll give this Epi five wasted bullets. And I think she feels the same way about this episode as
1: we do. Well, I certainly this, we got the same number working everywhere here. <laughs>
2: That's right. My esteemed editors... These past four weeks have felt more like three years. I'm faithfully following my assignment, but I'm asking that my next one be outside a dome. <laughs> I think these people watch too many Walking Dead TV episodes before we lost electricity. They're just nuts. Here are the items I'm following up on this week. The resistance has hidden in a funeral home. Is this a subtle hint that the show is going to die or is perhaps already dead? One can only hope, hmm. dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Number two, there are a few items which might be of interest to the health and life editor. A, a new pregnancy test that only involves waving a rock in front of the woman's abdomen. <laughs> no more messy urine tests. <laughs> B, a new AA program. It involves allowing the individual, in this case, Big Jim, to believe they are taking a swig of whiskey But the cap is always on the bottle. I noticed that. I was thinking
1: maybe it was just dark. And no,
2: the cap was on. Yep. Note, the individual must be partially crazy and believe they're actually drinking for this to work. (laughs) C, cure for graying hair. Sam seems to to have lost some of his grayness in the past three or so weeks. I think we can chalk this up to that wonder drug, oxytocin. This is worth checking out, although I think Clairol will be upset. (laughs) D. Shed that baby weight immediately. Our under-the-dome midwife, Harriet, looks fit and trim only three weeks after giving birth. And oh, how her baby has grown. I'm putting my money on oxytocin. (laughs) E. Super strength and agility. Ava, Eva, looked like a mutant ninja turtle as she fought off Big Jim. This drug is in her blood. I almost expected her to grow fangs. Or a a turtle shell. That's right. Or in a half shell. Mm -hmm. (laughs) F. Stab wounds. Infections cured instantly. This may sound like a quack product straight from a cheesy tabloid. And we
1: are not a cheesy tabloid. We are not.
2: But I've witnessed it myself. I'm not sure if it is cured by kinky cougar sex. If it is, we shouldn't print this. (laughs) Or by that miracle of miracles, oxytocin. I'm beginning to think we have a goldmine in this drug. Oh man! Number three. It appears there is either going to be a sex scandal or a mass murder in the future. Or <laughs> in the
1: future. This is becoming this is becoming more and more a soap opera.
2: I know. We need that little that organ music. Last week on
1: know exactly. one life to live.
2: Junior is going to get his choice of. Many mates, how much more kinky can this get? Never mind, don't answer that. I'm hearing rumors that there will be a mass virgin, in quotes, sacrifice to welcome in a new baby in some barn. I doubt it is the second coming, so this sounds like some more strange cult behavior in Chester's Mill. Number four, we have some animal abuse going on in Chester's Mill. I can't even, Barb! And the once-esteemed Barbie is the perp. There is a rumor that he deliberately positioned a cow to be sliced (laughs) in half when the dome first came down based on his insider alien knowledge. I'm checking into it. Thank you, Barb. I'm glad you're checking into it. I agree. I think he did it too. This is Barb signing out. I'm hearing rumors that we're going to be blasted with alien sound waves, so I'm off to find some ear protection. I can't even, Barb. <laughs> Good on you, Barb. You, poor, you, you poor
1: people. <laughs> yes, oxytocin is definitely the wonder drug of the ages. It's the, the wonder ages. drug. That's right.
2: We need a snake oil salesman now.
1: Yeah, we need a, a, a snazzy little uh, name for it. You know, Dr. Biedenbender's Wonder Goop. Or oxytocin. Yeah, that's right.
2: Well, it can't be a real drug because you can pronounce it.
1: <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> That's the F- that's the brand name.
2: Oh, I see. So if it was like the the uh, generic, you wouldn't be able to pocket even,
1: and but there'd be things. like uh, an Egyptian
2: hieroglyph in there. Something. And- <laughs> yeah.
1: Two subscripts. Okay.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. So how can they give us feedback, Doug? I have no idea. Oh no.
1: Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. no, there's billions of ways, well, oh, okay, good. a few. Um, wow, you can You'd call us, no, there. nobody's ever called us, but you can, it it, it, it works. Uh, 304-837-2278, actually, that's the phone you number. Know what, Doug? What?
2: Maybe someone has called us, and we just don't know. <laughs> we just
1: haven't got it yet, oh my goodness. <laughs> but you can call that number, and that's for any of the Golden Spiral Media Wonder Podcasts. You can mm-hmm. go to slash feedback. I keep thinking little chap of horrors. Feedback. Feed Feed me. Back. I know I've said that before. Raise your hand if you heard me say that before. More.
2: We You're have all night long. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, boy. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: You're enjoying that. I, right I love
2: that musical. It's one of my favorites.
1: We have a little thing in our family where if. The older generation has told this story before, and I've heard it. The younger generation is allowed to raise their hand, and, you know, I've heard it. And make it stop. That's right. I've heard it. I've heard it. Make it stop. That's right. So, goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. Lots of stuff there. You can type it in. You can speak it in uh, with the speak pipe widget. And if you've already spoken it into another audio program, you can upload it there. So, it's just, it's everything. Uh, On Twitter, we are at GSM. And, of course, our Facebook page is the Chester's Mill Gazette. Search for it in your handy-dandy search bar. And mm-hmm. you will find a whole bunch of people. And the uh, and or the weekly Barbie of the Week uh, post on there, you definitely want to uh, contribute to that. That's where you get most of them. Or you can tweet that to us as well. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the Golden Spiral Media group itself has a Facebook page. And this is where you can follow all of the Golden Spiral Media posts what's right. going on. Yes, indeedy. Now, if you get iTunes, uh, and I believe Mac or Windows, and if you point your browser at goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes, see, it's really easy to remember, mm-hmm. You will run it will run iTunes for you, and it will go to a page with just, with all the Golden Spiral Media uh, podcasts that you That's can right. subscribe to. Wow. One easy, it's one-stop all shopping. Together. Mm-hmm. That's right. And
2: you know what? You can use any combination of upper and lowercase.
1: Really? Yep. So you can lowercase I capital T tunes just like they have. Yep. Just like the logo or all lowercase.
2: Yep. Whew. I Boy, know. That's it's a lot amazing, of combinations.
1: Right? Somebody had to come up with all those.
2: I can't even.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and of course, at our golden slash dome page, you'll get all our back issues of the Chester's Mill Gazette and is a handy dandy link. To support the podcast, if you're going to buy something at Amazon and you want to help support Gold Spiral Media and this podcast, well, you just click on the graphic there. And you know what's going to happen? This is cool. You're going to go to Amazon. You'll notice one thing. The prices are all the same. Mm-hmm. They're the it's same. Seamless. We just get a little kick. Uh, uh, um, no. uh, finder seat. Uh, yeah, that's yes, it. For, uh, for, 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 you know, referring you. So, yeah, that's... you see, it's, it's, it's really... It's it's not going to hurt you. And it's a win-win. Right. You know it helps
2: you? us. It doesn't hurt you. Exactly.
1: All righty. Lots of ways to get in touch. We want to hear your Barbie of the Week and your, uh, you can submit your uh, newspaper reports to us, any of those places. That's right. Fantastic.
2: We'd love to have you as a correspondent.
1: Like we just got a foreign correspondent this week. You That's can be one too, maybe for a different foreign country. Right. We, and we, thank you to Mark. Huh. We're still looking for a German one.
2: Oh, that would be awesome.
1: Yes, and and still looking we've got a Canadian one, but we can have another Canadian one. Mm, sure. Just 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 understand that neither of us know French.
2: Well, Lawrence is our French Canadian.
1: I'm not French. Let me tell you right now. Yeah, I'm not either. No idea. Mm-mm. Okay. We have one thing left to do, and that is figure out what's happening next. <laughs> It's the weather forecast. Give spoilers. us the spoilers. spoilers. Spoilers.
2: So here's what I got from the press site. Next week's episode entitled Legacy. The resistance, the citizen not under Christine's control, join forces Join forces with an unexpected ally, Hector Mort- Martin, played by Eric LaSalle. I cannot talk tonight. I can't even. <laughs> the nefarious head of Acteon, Despite Hector revealing more about the dome's origins and helping to strike back at it, Big Jim and Julia still worry he will betray them.
1: And with good reason. Yes,
2: because Actaeon bad. Meanwhile, Hunter receives encrypted files that give disturbing insights into the final effect the dome will have on the infected townspeople on Under mm. the Dome, Thursday, August 20th at 10 p.m. on the CBS television network.
1: It sounds to me like we're actually going to be moving this plot a little yes. farther forward now.
2: A lot further, I'm hoping, is what it sounds like, in two different ways, um, on two different fronts. Um, the dome's origins and what the dome is going to do once it comes down. Yep. Um, Eric LaSalle, it says he guest stars, but then they put him in the recurring cast and not in the guest cast, uh, along with Hunter. So there's that. Probably and going to see
1: him like for the la- every, every episode, for I would the think. Last
2: four episodes. Yeah. It, that's what it looks like. Uh, and the guest cast, uh, Gia Man- Mantegna, Mantegna is back as Lily Walters or, uh, what is it? New Hunter. Hunter. Two, New Hunter, New Hunter. Um, Paul McCrane, I'm very excited about this. Paul McCrane, He was Dr. Romano on ER, uh, Graham bauer on 24 he was in robocop he was in from the earth to the moon and he was in the ill-fated cop rock <laughs> as patrick walters uh he's a great
1: actor well, no. he wasn't in cop rock as patrick walters
2: <laughs> no 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 he's playing patrick walters on under the dome um i don't know who he played on cop rock uh i never really watched cop rock but uh <laughs> the infamous cop rock um he is playing Patrick Walters, and I don't know what that role is, but I'm sure it's going to be a feature role, because he is a, you know, quite a, um, an A-lister actor. I mean, he's been in various high-profile roles. You'd know him if you looked him up. So Paul McCrane, um, if you know ER, Doctor Romano, he lost his arm when the helicopter took off from the. Ruth, I mean, you'll know him from that. Um, Allie McCulloch from Homeland is playing Dr. Dava Bloom. Vince Foster, and no, not that Vince Foster <laughs> as Kyle.
1: Now, now, which Vince Foster are, is not that Vince he, Foster? He's neither of those. Is he's, he he's the Reagan administration guy and he's nope. he's not the, the piano player? Nope. Okay. Neither. Oh, I'm thinking David Foster. Never mind.
2: Oh, okay. It's, Roger I, Floyd. So, I'm so confused. Roger Floyd, who is uh, an extras actor, but oddly enough, he did guest spots on both the 1990 Swamp Thing series and the 2014 Constantine series. And you DC comic book fans will get the reference there. Um, he's going to be playing Bo Griffith. And in case you don't know, um, John Constantine debuted on Swamp Thing in the comic books. Um, Megan Ketch from The Good Wife and Blue Bloods will be playing Harriet. And then last but not least, Hannah Jelenovic is playing Charlotte and Shane Callahan is playing Roger Lopez.
1: Got a lot of people. I bet you they're all a lot of those folks are gonna be acting on people.
2: They're going yes, it looks like it. From the pictures, um, which are on our Facebook page, by the way, there's a lot of people standing behind Eric LaSalle. And I did not see Paul McCrane in any of those pictures. I mean, you might have to go on there but I put everyone's name on the pictures um, so I didn't see him in any of those pictures
1: I didn't see Paul McCartney either
2: no me either or John Lennon which is odd or Ringo and it's uh, written by Alexandra McNally from White Collar and Andre Fisher Santino and this is his first major writing credit I don't know whether it's a him or her Andre probably a guy Probably. Uh, directed by Denny Gordon from 12 Monkeys Burn Notice Suits and White Collar.
1: So, Alrighty. It looks promising. Yeah, I, I'm I'm moderately excited about. Yeah, me too. Having read that, yeah.
2: <laughs> I can't even.
1: I can. Okay, good. Yeah.
2: See, I can't even is an all-encompassing emotion. <laughs> so
1: I am able to even. Thank you. Okay,
2: good. And I have to say, Barb, you and I, simpatico on this. So, just as a little parting shot, Barb, I can't even.
1: And uh, for those of you who, you know, need to look that up, that's uh, S Y M P A T I C O. Okay. Alrighty. Well, folks, thank you for reading this uh, crossword puzzle edition of the Hill Gazette. Oh, man. Uh, So we're heading out of here. I'm Doug. I'm going to get a jump start on my day. And I'm
2: Karen, expecting an apology out of Mr. Barbara. I'm looking at you, Dale.
0: Chester's Mill Gazette is presented by Golden Spiral Media at goldenspiralmedia.com.